0: What's going on guys? It's your host Sean
1: and Stephanie. If this is your first time tuning in welcome to our keeping it real estate podcast
0: and as always thank you for tuning in. We genuinely appreciate your attention. Hey guys we're back for another episode. Stephanie what are we talking about today?
1: We are talking about six buying and selling myths that your clients may or may not believe I guess.
0: And I'm doing some work in the background. So if you hear me clicking around, don't mind me. I'm just kind of multitasking. If you can believe that a man can do that. Guys cannot, but
1: we'll go with that.
0: Guys, did you say guys can't multitask? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to prove you wrong in this episode. Yes. Um, real quick, we want to say something about sponsored ads. If you hear some ads come up in our segments, that we are getting paid for those. And what is it, Stephanie, If you don't, if they don't listen to the whole thing, we don't get paid. Is that right?
1: We don't. So we would truly appreciate if you guys listen fully through um, and support us.
0: And support it. Yeah, that would be great. If you're getting some awesome free value from us, we would appreciate you listening through the ads because if you click out of them, we don't get paid. Let's get right into this. Six buying, selling myths your clients believe. What's the first thing we're talking about today?
1: Number one, the longer a home has been on the market, the more negotiable the deal is.
0: Uh, That's a good one. There are many reasons a property may be on the market, right, for a long time that have nothing to do with the price or condition. Buyers shouldn't automatically assume time on market indicates the sellers are more willing to haggle over the price, right? That's a big myth.
1: Agreed. I would say yes and no. I mean, I could argue that yes, but then again, you have those sellers that aren't willing. That you know, they put it on there for a reason, and if they want what they want, you know.
0: That's true. So if to cap it off, the longer a home has been on the market, the more negotiable the deal is. Not necessarily always true. There's a lot of underlying conditions that you may not know, and that's what you talk to us for. Yep. Second.
1: An open house must be part of the marketing plan for a home.
0: Ah, I love this one. This is a huge myth. A lot of our clients or a lot of clients in general, it's just the old way of doing things, I would say it, right? Yeah. Because open houses, matter of fact, only 7% of buyers find the home they buy through an open house. That's crazy. 7%?
1: And that is based off the National Association of Realtors information, a survey that has been done. So
0: That was in 2017, too. So I can imagine right. in 2018, I would almost be willing to bet that's down.
1: It's definitely the, the least effective way to get a home sold, I would have to say. Marketing has something huge to do with it, and open houses just...
0: Yeah, I mean, Uh, there's a way, Yeah, that
1: there's so many other.
0: Well, what we do is the Facebook (laughs) Live open house. This is great because you basically go, we we tell our sellers, hey, listen, instead of an open house, we're going to go live on Facebook, walk through the whole house. And then that's a recording
1: that you can play over and over that you can play fast forward.
0: Yeah. Whatever. So it's like you can anybody that's interest, interested in the house, they can go back to that open house as many times as they want and walk through the whole thing. No sense in clearing out the house for 3 hours, buying some cupcakes
1: and <laughs> and
0: having people come through with that some OJ. That we usually
1: eat, right? That we're the ones sitting there eating exactly. while we're waiting for you to show up and you don't. <laughs> so,
0: That's very true. Yeah, open houses, live open houses is the way to go. Definitely. What's next?
1: Um, so a 30 year fixed rate mortgage is the best form of financing. Absolutely not. There's so many ways of financing that you can get or do or go about.
0: Right. So every buyer's situation is different. Not everyone will benefit from a 30 year fixed mortgage rate. You know, if you don't plan on staying in your home for 30 years, you need to evaluate other options. Like, you know, for instance, a seven year fixed rate,
1: seven years, 10 years, 15, something
0: adjustable rate mortgage there's yeah. all kinds of things out there and you need to know your options so when you're getting pre-approved for a home loan know the options a 30-year fix if you don't plan on being there for 30 years this if this isn't your forever home get it look into different options yeah am i am i right
1: uh, yeah am i right <laughs> yes I, th- I
0: feel like we're using that bitmoji am i right
1: oh my god that you
0: always send me no. Am I right? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, what's next?
1: So overpricing your house leaves room for negotiation. Um, oh
0: God, I no. hate this one.
1: If you price your home too high, you're running the risk of not getting buyers to the table at all. And then what's left?
0: We call this pricing yourself out of the market. Yes. You can easily price yourself out of the market with this because sometimes buyers look at this and they say, well, I can't afford that. Maybe I'm pre-approved for $30,000 less and... I'm not even scheduling a showing on your house because I'm looking at the other listings that are in my price range. Right. And then also,
1: when we do searches, the way we do searches, the way it falls like by thousands, sometimes that'll put you out of what they're looking for, but potentially it could put you in there if it was priced the right way.
0: If you put the search. And this is why it's so important when I do my comparable market analysis with the seller clients. We sit there for a good hour, sometimes going over the market, what's sold, what's active, what's What's closed? What's pending? What's worked? And we come up with a price per square foot and a, a price that doesn't overprice it, doesn't underprice it, but it puts it right in the middle. So it lets them know this is a this not even not only a competitive price, it's compelling compared to our competition. Right. And it's the overpricing thing is just way wrong. Don't do that, please.
1: Yeah, you don't want to price yourself out of the market at all. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> what's next?
1: Um, So online evaluations can give you an idea of a home value. Um, Absolutely not. Same thing with Zestimate. Zestimate doesn't know what the inside of your home looks like or what's been done.
0: Oh, they can't account for a location. I know know, we've talked
1: about this before, but they can't account for all these things that a real live person can
0: do. Or someone that's sold many houses in the area like we have. What What do we sell this year?
1: We hit... 80 sides for the entire 2018
0: guys we closed we sold seven or i'm sorry 80 houses in 12 months yep and last year we sold 70 houses yes in 12 months so when we're coming to your house and we're talking to you about pricing and what works just know that you're dealing with experts (laughs) yeah anyway what's next
1: Last one. So this is a really big myth um, that a lot of people actually think, which is weird, that you have to put twenty percent down on a home purchase, no matter what. No. No.
0: <laughs> Shake my <Maybe> head. No. <laughs> when your father was buying a house or your mother, yes, that was true. Yeah. Uh, or you know, maybe there was other options back then. I don't know what they did. That was back in the the days when the they had cars running on. Weird feel and the old yeah Flintstone era. <laughs> I pick on my dad all the time, but yeah, there's there's conventional models that are three percent down. There's another one for five percent that we deal with one of our preferred lenders.
1: But then you even have USDA, which is nothing, so you yeah. don't have to worry about anything, and that's to help those people that
0: you know don't have me? a First lot of bank account home
1: buyers and stuff. Yeah, so
0: yep, FHA is three and a half percent down. They're just acron- there's a whole bunch of acronyms. But what you need to understand is USDA government loans, FHA, you know, like Federal Housing Authority. They're they are people that back your loans and uh, you get, get a lower down payment because of that. A little more strict around the appraisal, but point proven, the 20% down home loan purchases are gone. Like they're still there in a conventional loan, but there's so many other options. And all you have to do is freaking send us a message to find out about this.
1: Yeah. We'll definitely set you up with the right people and mm-hmm people that can give you the resources that you need to figure out where you need to be as far as getting a home loan.
0: So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're saying, I want to buy a hundred thousand dollar house, but I don't have $20,000. That's good. Don't worry. You all don't you need, need you might need $0. You might need 3000. You might need 5,000. Um, the point is there's options that are available for you. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you can think about that, um, some other myths, these are just ones that we hear all the time. So what's, What's another good one? I, don't, I
1: does, mean, there's a lot of myths, but...
0: Does my breast stink? I don't know. I just I'm just not
1: trying to get close.
0: <laughs> I just ate a, a Lara bar and they're awesome, and they make my breast stink.
1: Ew. Oh,
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. There's nothing else?
1: Um, not really.
0: Not nothing that I can think of now. So you're going to let me click around here and get some other work done? Because I have successfully scheduled some things to be done while I was doing this, and you told me men can't multitask, and I just did.
1: He's full of it, guys. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> do not listen to him. Whatever.
0: I can get stuff done. So there's no other pricing miss. Come on. Or any kind of miss that you can think about. These are just the six normal ones that we hear all the time that we wrote down, but there's got to be another way we can go with this. What do you hear all the time? What is, what is what is what is something else? The curb appeal is curb appeal one of them? Like you ha- your home has to um, have curb appeal to get the showings.
1: No yes and no. It depends on the buyer, really what they want.
0: I've sold homes before that didn't have you know very I would say didn't have the curb appeal of a lot of other listings in our competition, but because our marketing on the inside was on point. And the photos were really good. We got them to the inside. They fell in love with the inside and they finished the curb appeal after.
1: So I guess another myth is that I hear a lot dealing with buyers um, that a home, when it is inspected, it either passes or fails. There's no pass or fail to it. It's just here's what defects there are or what needs to be fixed, but there's no pass or fail. So I hear that a lot, which is another myth that like it's either yes or no. There's no, you know what I mean? In Mm -hmm. between, you get what I'm saying?
0: There's no yes or no. There's just a basically negotiation middle ground. That's why you pay for an inspection. Right.
1: There's not. It's not like a car inspection like, okay, you failed. You need to do this or you passed. You're good. It's. There's so many in-between factors that, well, this needs to be looked at or you might want to look at this down the road or this needs like ASAP attention to it.
0: Basically just like contact a professional, Yeah. evaluate this further, and then get back to me. There's no pass or fail.
1: Right. Exactly. Well,
0: what else do you got?
1: Um... I guess since I we already it. talked about Zillow and pricing in that sense, um, Zillow says so therefore it is, right?
0: Right. Yeah, Zillow. <laughs> My estimate told me this, so that's yeah. that's what I'm gonna get. So, you know, sometimes I I say, Well, there's the statistics that I'm showing you, that's why we spend an hour on what's sold, active pendings. Yeah. It will I'll I can't you. tell you
1: a lot of things, um, It tries to do it, but it can't, like we were talking before. So, again, that's just another one. I
0: love Zillow, though. I mean, it's a great tool. If you're looking for a house, use Zillow.com. They have a great searching tool. But for those of my smarter clients that actually use my website because it's more accurate, because Zillow does have some pending houses that show as active, and then you call me and you're like, I want to see this house. And I'm saying, I'm sorry, you didn't use my website to search. Use Zillow, and it shows as active on zillow but it actually shows it's pending on my website because it's more updated
1: another good one i would have to say would be when making an offer on a home you need to start with a low low offer um no no <laughs> i wouldn't say so sometimes buyers make the mistake of wanting to start really really low but then it kind of it doesn't start off the deal in a good sense i would say because if you, you don't
0: like, want to offend you what? yeah a lot of people are like well you don't I don't want to, I don't care if I offend the sellers. This is business. I get that. And I, you know what, sometimes I would agree with you to be honest, but sometimes
1: you want to be taken seriously. So you want to,
0: so what's a couple, let's go into this, Stephanie. What's a couple things you can do to be taken seriously? Like escrow money down, right?
1: Escrow money down is huge. Depending on the price range of the home, um, Sometimes lower homes, like eighty thousand below, we do five hundred. But when you're getting like 150,000 and above, you want like a thousand dollars upward, two thousand. You want a big escrow yeah. line down because the more skin in the game, the more serious you're we gonna just, be taking. Yeah, you
0: know, we just did an offer. It was twenty. We we went in twenty five thousand dollars less than list price because of the condition of the home. Um, you know, list price two seventy five. We went in at two fifty, but because of the condition of the home, it needed some TLC. Um, there was a couple factors behind that, but because we put five thousand dollar escrow money or hand money, whatever you want to call it, your down payment or not down payment—that's confusing. Your escrow money that you're putting down, saying, "Hey, I'm a serious buyer," that lets them know, like, yeah, okay, this is the start of the offer being low, but this buyer's serious, He's putting five thousand dollars down before the inspections are even, you know, ordered. That's a couple things. And what's another thing that you can do, which we never recommend this, but. To make your offer more attractive to a seller, you could buy as is. Yeah. Right. Yep.
1: Us. Well, the reason why we don't recommend it because we want to know. We want you to know everything that you're getting into. Whereas to the seller, they're like, "Well, I just want them to buy it." So that's why you mean it in that sense, as opposed to
0: mm.
1: not getting the inspections.
0: Exactly. We never recommend it, but I mean, to make it more attractive to the seller, large escrow money down as is. You know, you you could get some attention with a with a lower offer. Yeah. Anything else?
1: Um, the other thing I was thinking, just because we we're talking about pricing, um, is that although a house is listed on the market overpriced, does multiple price reduction mean the seller is desperate to sell?
0: Mm, depends on what you're doing. If you're starting at 275 as your list price and 15 days because you overpriced it, right? Or because you wanted to start higher and you price yourself out of the market, and then you do a price reduction to 250, yeah, I would say that's showing a little bit of desperation, twenty twenty $25,000 reduction in 30 days. Yeah. Wouldn't you, you say keep it
1: to a minimum and you want to keep it to like once or twice. Like you don't want to do like take 5,000 off today and then in four days, take like another 5,000 or like you said, just take a huge lump sum off the price because you priced yourself out of the market. You want to keep it reasonable.
0: Uh, I would say, you know, five to $8,000 increments are That's typical. as typical yeah. and reasonable yes 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 <laughs> all right um i think that's it for today we'll be back uh we're gonna try to do this every week i know it's with our schedules it's pretty it's crazy. crazy um there's a lot of new things going on in 2019 a lot of new rebranding and there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on so we're gonna make sure every friday we're gonna be posting a new episode if we don't get to every Friday, which this won't happen, but if it doesn't, just look for every Friday to expect a new podcast episode from this podcast. You right,
1: got it. We'll be here every Friday.
0: Every Friday talking we'll be here. Talking to
1: you about real estate. Talking <laughs> to you about
0: all things real estate. <laughs> yes. And uh, until next time. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning into our Keeping It Real Estate podcast If this free content is giving you a ton of value, we just want to ask a small favor in return. Pull out your pointer finger and hit that subscribe button. The more subscribers that we have, the more and better guests that are attracted to the show. And as always, leave us a review if uh, it's doing the same thing for you as well.
1: Also, if you haven't found us on all of our social links for all kinds of free real estate content, including 4K video walkthroughs of homes and other popular community connects, please visit our website at the seananthonyteam.com to get connected with us.
0: Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening and let's get out there and crush together.
1: We'll see you around.